Welcome to Metaphysical Soul Speak. I'm your host, Elena Fox-Starks. Hey guys, I hope that you are doing really well in this moment in time and that whenever and wherever you happen to be on this big, beautiful blue and green planet that is currently healing itself since we are in quarantine lockdown (laughs) lately, I hope that whenever and wherever you are, You are working on knowing your own self-worth, that you are valuing yourself, and that you can lift that self-worth up so high that your self-confidence and your self-esteem soars so high that It doesn't matter what other people think or say. doesn't matter what they do. Because your self-confidence and your self-esteem, your value and your worth have nothing to do with them anyway. Anyone who puts you down in any way, shape, or form, they are doing that because they feel so low about themselves. Because they hate themselves. They don't like themselves. They don't value themselves and they don't have worth inside themselves. That's a little secret, by the way. Someone calls you names or or puts down the way you look. That's because they're, uh, they don't feel very good about themselves. They feel very low and they try to drag you down to their level so that you feel very low. You know, because they want to be able to relate to somebody and they can't relate to somebody who feels so great. So they try to drag you down to their level or even lower than your le- than their level so that they could feel superior to you. But don't let them. Screw them. You don't need them in your life anymore. I saw a meme today on Instagram that blew my mind. It was something that I kind of knew on some level, but something that I didn't I've never heard put into words before. No one has ever verbalized this around me. And I guess I intuitively and instinctively learned this, but I didn't really know. And it said something about along the lines of, if you ever go back to somebody who has disrespected you in your past and you try to be friends with them again, What that is, is disrespecting yourself. So when you avoid people in your past that have disrespected you, that's because you have self-respect. And it's funny because I I was thinking about, you know, if I ever get married, who would I invite to the wedding, right? It sounds kind of weird, but I always thought, I wonder who I'd invite to the wedding. And 
it, you know, so many years have passed that a lot of my friends have gone. My, my, uh, most of my family, you know, that I'm close to, they're gone. And I was thinking, who would I really get to go to my wedding? And, and I kept thinking about people and then I'm like, no. And I just felt like a, uh, like a pain or a twinge in my solar plexus, in my stomach area, in my lower heart area. And I was just like, ugh, I don't feel right about having those people on what would be the happiest day of my life. I mean, for the rest of my life, I, I assume I'm going to have the happiest day of my life. You know, be the, you know the, the happy days that you have when you're young ahead of you, so many more in numerous days than when you're my age looking to the future. I want to get married again, so that'll be a happy day. And whenever my grandkids are born and I hold them in my arms for the first time, probably those would be my other happy days. Other than that, I don't really see a whole lot of other happy days. <laughs> I mean, the happiest of the happy days, but I mean, I feel like every day is happy, sure, but the extraordinary, wonderful, spectacular, marvelous days to look forward to, I have about, yeah, just a few. <laughs> and who would I want to share those days with? Not the people who've ever disrespected me or who failed to emotionally support me or believe in me in my past. You know, like I would not want them in my future. And I was like really thinking about that. And and actually it's funny because like last night I was thinking about this, like who would I invite if I, you know, like it would be such a weird and lopsided wedding. Like, (laughs) like if I have a wedding, it'd be like, here's my four people and there's your 300 people, you know? (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I don't have anyone in my, you know, I just think, you know, my twin flame and I hit it off. We get along. We love each other, like each other, feel like we could probably live together. Maybe eventually we'll marry. And I'm like, who would I invite to that day? And I was thinking about this last night, not, you know, that I'm, I'm not someone who I wasn't a little girl dreaming of my wedding in the future. I'm not that kind of person, but I, I would say, what if that did happen? Like, what the hell? Like, I only have like four people, maybe six, maybe six, you know? And over the last few years, I've made some new friends that I care about, but you know, a lot of them got into relationships and don't really talk to me too much anymore. And which is to be expected. It always happens. But people I thought that I was going somewhere with in the friendship, like, well, we're going to go. And then I don't know. I just, it's kind of fizzled out. Maybe I'll pick it back up again and I'll get to know these people a little bit more. But, um, but I was really thinking about that. And, and then when I read this meme today, I thought, oh yeah, that's why I don't call what's his name. And that's why I don't interact with what's her face anymore because they did disrespect me. And I do feel different about myself now. And I do have self-worth and self-value and self-esteem and self-confidence and self-respect. And because I have these things, I have no need of people who were trying to drag me down to their level or below them. I don't have a need for those people in my life anymore. I really don't. I'm so much happier than before. (laughs) And they always say it's the people you surround yourself with, right? You know, even on my notebook, it says dream big, work hard, stay focused, and surround yourself with good people. 
And that's why I don't talk to those people anymore. Not that they're not good people. They're okay people, but they did disrespect me and on more than one occasion. So why would I want them in my life now? I really kind of don't. And you shouldn't either. You shouldn't have room in your life for people who disrespect you. Who don't see your needs and they don't anticipate your needs in a way that will also lift and support and boost you up the way you do for them. Now, if you're listening to me, chances are you're probably an empath like I am. And I'm always anticipating other people's needs and I'm always trying to help them and, and try to see what I can see. You know, what, how, what can I do? How can I serve you? How can I help you? You know, but I don't do it in a way that I'm a doormat. I do it in a way that I'm serving God by helping other people. You know, for me, it's a much more, um, higher vision to the, you know, what I'm doing method to my madness is, um, learning humility by serving God through other people. And there's nothing wrong with that. Right. So, so I'm here, I'm here to love you guys and help you through some stuff. And, you know, you already know this stuff. I'm not telling you anything that you don't know, but Hopefully I'll put it in a new way for you. So you go, Oh my gosh, you know, but one thing I noticed and realized, um, also is that when you think about yourself and you don't find yourself to be very attractive and you don't consider yourself handsome or beautiful and your outer appearance is less than perfect and you're not happy about it and when you look inside yourself and you kind of don't feel like you're very attractive or you you know you're just not but you just feel like blah <laughs> and I start thinking about this that it's not about gaining perfect shape gaining perfect weight and having the perfect hair color gain the perfect stylist and gain your eyebrows waxed just so you know, for men shaving your beard into the right pattern, you know, you know, making sure it's all perfect, every hair in place. It's not about that. You know, for women, it's not about having that perfect shade of lipstick and the perfect, um, diet plan. You know, it's not about that. That makes you attractive. You have to know your own value and your own self-worth and you have to know that you are beautiful inside. You have to work on being a beautiful person inside. I was thinking about somebody um, in Hollywood, somebody I don't know, who, in my opinion, she's a very evil person. She's very mean, mean mean-spirited. She's just an evil person. I think she's a user and a narcissist. Like, she uses people. I don't know about drugs, but I think she uses people. And she's um, physically abusive towards people. She's a horrible, horrible woman. And she thinks that she's so much better than everybody else because she is physically on the outside beautiful. But to me, when I look at her, I I can only see the ugliness in her soul. When I look into her eyes, even on the screen or on like, you know, when her face comes across my, um, you know, feed as I'm going through news or something on Google. And it's just, I see her and she's so ugly. She's so ugly. She's just, she's hideous to me. She's a very hideous person. And it's just because of her 
her personality makes her so low as a person because she never bothered to lift herself up and believe in her own value and her own self-worth. She never bothered to boost her own self-confidence and self-esteem. So instead she uses her, um, power by climbing the, you know, Hollywood ladder and she tries to gain more and more power. And for a minute she got there for a minute. She did it. She had the whole world believing her, her lies. And then she recently fell. She fell from grace and she's deserved that because she didn't lift herself up. Right. You know, if you're a helium balloon, you're going to float around the air until your helium runs out. There's not a lot of substance holding you up. Now the wind might kick you around while the helium's out and you're still balloon. You're withered and shriveled going around the, you know, the grass or whatever. And you're going to float around until you just shrivel up and die as a balloon. But if you are, um, a hot air balloon and you have fuel that lifts you up and you're self propelling, no matter how much, you know, the more fuel you put on that fire and the more you move that lever and you're feeling your own fire, that hot air balloon can take you around the damn world three times, maybe four times, maybe more times around the world in 80 days. They did it in a hot air balloon. Now, I don't know if that's true, but I loved that story. <laughs> the Jackie Chan movie is hilarious too, but you know, it's like, are you going to be a helium balloon or a hot air balloon? You know, are you going to lift yourself up? You're going to propel yourself by throwing more fuel on that fire. And when you create your own fire and your own desire, you're going to lift yourself sky high and you're going to stay there as long as you want to. You don't need to focus on what anything else, anyone else is doing. Right. And so I was thinking about the inner beauty thing and I was thinking about how when you look at yourself in the mirror and you look at what you see, and this is a result of your past thinking about yourself and you're not happy with the results and you think you're ugly or you're not beautiful or you're not handsome, whatever. Um, it's because you didn't build yourself up inside as a human being. Your own inner worth is what makes you beautiful. Your personality is what makes you beautiful. Self self-sufficiency that makes you beautiful. Loving yourself, accepting yourself. These are all the things that make you beautiful inside. And when you're beautiful inside, you start to believe you're a good person. You're worthy. You have value and that yes, you are a beautiful person. And I don't mean what you see in the mirror, but what is inside you start to believe you're a beautiful person. And then all of a sudden one day you look at the mirror and you see your own worth. You see your own value. You see your own physical beauty that comes out of loving yourself so much inside that you've boosted your own inner beauty and it became so great that it goes to the outside and you become an outer beauty as well outer handsome as well I, I I'm talking to you men as much as I'm talking to you ladies okay so I started thinking about that and then I was reminded of the story that was in what the bleep do we know and in this story as it goes and I, I don't know where this was um 
I always assume it's Papua New Guinea. It just seems like there's so many stories from there. Uh, might have even been on Easter Island. I honestly don't even know. So we'll just assume there was somewhere. <laughs> there was a Native American tribe and they lived near the ocean and... Oh, maybe they're not American. They're just native. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to put American in there. They are a native tribe and they were just hanging out. They're very primitive peoples a long time ago. And the chief had a vision one day that it was possible to travel on the ocean. And one day he was there with several of his fellow tribesmen and they were standing on the, on the shore and they were watching out over the ocean and all of a sudden the chief saw several ships coming across the water and he saw it and he was like whoa and he and he was blown away but he believed it was possible before he saw it and then he was able to see it well he asked his men do you see anything on the water and they didn't believe it so they couldn't see it and finally he said you know you need to close your eyes for a minute and imagine this. Can you believe that this is possible? As soon as they believed it, they opened their eyes. He said, Hey, now open your eyes. And all of a sudden the ships magically appeared before their eyes. They were now able to see it because this is a, this is a true seeing is not believing, but believing is absolutely seeing. You cannot see something until you believe it's possible. And so about your own self-worth, your own value, and your own beauty, you have to build yourself up in every possible way. Make yourself a beautiful person inside. You know, give yourself the gift of learning about emotional intelligence and how not to be, you know, sexist or racist or homophobic or, or um, uh, misogynistic even towards yourself as a woman. Learn how not to hate yourself as a woman. Learn how not to hate women. And especially as a woman, learn how not to hate other women, right? There's so much prevalence of that, these things in our society that even though we strive so hard to be good people, it takes a long time and a lot of work to overcome some of these things. And I'm still struggling with sexism. Once in a while, I'll say something and my son's really hypersensitive to these issues. And he's just like, mom, stop it already. And it's like, what? I, what did I say? I didn't think I said anything, you know? <laughs> You can't even use the word they or them. And even if you're speaking of three people at a table over there, those people over there, you say those people around my son, he freaks out. It's like, no, <laughs> it was, it's like very proper. It's a proper way of saying those people over there, like those three people, you know, it's like, yeah, he freaks out over these things. But, you know, my oldest taught my youngest. Now my youngest is, you know, always catching me saying things that are pretty much sexist. You know, like I grew up, I'm from the 60s, you know, like I was born in late 60s and I was, I grew up in the 70s and everything, I was surrounded by this, you know, um, I'm not nearly as bad as most people I meet, but I'm still working on myself in this way. But, um, I do know that I have self-respect and I love myself and I have self-confidence and I don't rely on, um, having a relationship, a romantic interaction with a man to feel beautiful. I already know I'm beautiful inside and therefore I guess I'm beautiful on the outside. I still need, I think I need to work on myself physically, but I do believe I'm a beautiful person. I'm attractive. I know, I know I am, but that's only because I worked on myself, right? 
but I started thinking about this, this, uh, the natives standing on the shore and they had to believe it was possible before they could see it. And I started thinking about that's how we are with our beauty and how we feel about how attractive we think we look to others. If you work on your outer shell, you have no substance inside. If you work on your inner person, who you are, your inner substance grows so big that your outer personality shines forth. And that's what makes you super attractive to others. And so, I mean, like I could look in the mirror and go, ah, well, okay, cool. But I do love myself. So, Hey, I like waved to myself. I see myself in the mirror. I'm like, Hey, whatever. Hey, <laughs> you know, just like, yo, what's up? Hey, Elena, there you go. Hey, I'm just kidding. I don't do that. Yeah, you saw the finger guns and I did that, didn't you? No, I don't do that. I'm just joking. <laughs> I don't finger gun myself in the mirror. I really just don't. <laughs> but I was thinking about this stuff and I also was then reminded of a story that I read. There was an, an advertisement that caught my eye and so I went to the greater advertisement page about some book someone is selling about relationships and it was supposed to be some massive insight. And this was what I'm telling you right now, pretty much is the insight of the book they're trying to sell, which I don't remember the name of it now, but basically here it was. They said that, okay, there was a woman who wrote the book based on her insights with her various female friends and all the mistakes she saw them making with men and relationships. So sounds promising, right? So I read it and her one friend who had it all, she spoke three languages. She worked as like a corporate lawyer and she was very, very um, financially stable on her own. She owned her own condominium. She was doing very well, owned her own car. Um, Everything was on the outer surface. Her outer shell was perfect. You know, she went to yoga regularly. She worked out at the gym. She was long and lean and beautiful and sexy physically, I guess. And so she's like talking up her friend, like long blonde hair, blah, blah, blah. Look, she looked beautiful. Perfect woman, right? You know, like a Barbie doll (laughs) come to life. And her fiance one day inexplicably dumped her in the middle of the night and just by text, like he couldn't handle her anymore. He'd been with her for like a year or something. And he was just like, that's it. Yeah, I'm done. And she was looking at this and she was perplexed, right? How could this have happened to my really super beautiful knockout friend, you know? And the more they talked, the more she realized the problem was she worked on her outer self, but not her inner self. She didn't see her own beauty, her own value, her own worth. So she was constantly asking for reassurance from the man and constantly going towards seeking his approval. And she became very clingy and very um, scared that he was going to leave her because, you know, she didn't feel good enough about herself and she needed him to boost, 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 boost her up. But the thing is, we're supposed to be lifting ourselves up and When we spend all of our time lifting somebody else up, we don't have time to lift ourselves up and they become a freaking drag, like an anchor around our ankles in the middle of the damn ocean during a snow, a storm, you know? And so we can't, you know, we just can't, I don't have time for that. 
Ain't nobody got time for that, right? So we, yeah, so, so then she called like a couple months later, she called this beautiful, wonderful woman who had started working on herself. She started to build her self-esteem. She started to, and she called her friend and came over at three in the morning, all unglued because he met this other woman that he is going to marry. And of course she spent time cyber stalking the woman and the woman was significantly obese. She didn't wear makeup. She was rather plain. Her clothes were kind of dowdy and she just had a menial job and she didn't bother to get an education. She didn't have anything going for her and it drove her crazy. How could he be in love with her? And he, he, even in his social media, I'm in love with her. She's the one, blah, dee, da, dee, da. And so the woman who wrote the book and she had these examples and she was absolutely intrigued. Like, why would this rich, successful, handsome doctor choose this seemingly not as good a woman as her friend? Of course, she was biased towards her friend. But as she got to assess the situation from an outsider's point of view, she started to realize that this woman did have something that the her friend did not. And what she had was she loved herself. She accepted herself. She knew her own value. She knew her own worth. And she buoyed herself up in a way that her friend never was able to. Because she worked on herself. And possibly because of the way that she looked and the way that the world looked at her, she shut out the rest of the world and then started working on who she is as a human being. And she said, I hate to say it, and as much as I, you know, I went to college with my friend, grew up with her, I knew her, you know, for many, many, many years. But when I look at the two women, I think I would have picked the other woman too because she was a person, maybe not of style, but she was of substance and she was a real good person. You know, she started learning more about her and she's like a really, like she volunteered for charities and she cared about other people. She spent her days making sure that other people had what they needed. And she was a really wonderful, strong, amazing, confident person. So I want you to think about this and I want you to consider that whether you're a man or a woman doesn't matter that your own inner beauty will not be seen by others until you see it yourself and you're never going to be able to see it until you believe it. And if you don't believe it, you need to work on yourself from the inside out. Happiness is the inside job and you can only be happy when you are a hot air balloon soaring high above all of the chitter chatter of other people and you are fueling your own upliftment you know the helium balloons of the world we know they end up in the trash (laughs) they end up in the gutter because they literally do they like a helium balloon a physical helium balloon literally runs out of helium becomes all old and wrinkled looking and slowly but surely all the air leaks out because it was only supported by air and, that, and nothing else. And they literally end up in, squished in the gutter. Don't be a helium balloon. Be a hot air balloon and lift yourself up with your own fuel. All right, there you go. That's my lecture for today. <laughs> 
the building blocks to a better you. All right, we're going to go to um, spaceweather.com. But before we do, I wanted to let you guys know that I somebody wrote me on, um, and I don't know this person's name because they had a different name for their Instagram, but this person told me, why don't we have a meditation tomorrow at 11.11 at night for... Uh, um, Eastern Standard Time, I, I guess, is it daylight? I think we're in daylight savings time, so EDT. Basically, New York time, 11, 11 in, at night for a global meditation for world peace or for world, you know, just so the world is okay. And I said, that's a really good idea. We don't have enough time to organize it on a mass scale. But people might already be doing that already. So if you had any plans about meditating or praying tomorrow, Let's try to do it at 11, 11, my time. I'm going to do it. Actually, no, it wouldn't be my time. That'd be 10, 11, my time. 11, 11, New York time. Why not? That would be um, 8, 11, California time in the evening. Just take a few minutes to just send love and light out to the world. If you want to work on anything specific, let's continue to reduce pollution and let's continue to send out maybe thoughts of universal basic income so everyone will have money and food and ability to feed themselves but we could also send out feelings of beauty and self-worth and self-esteem and confidence if you wish but however you do it just imagine beautiful energy flowing from above into all of your chakras and coming out of your heart flowing in every direction across all dimensions all space the whole space-time continuum and that everybody feels it wonderful you can imagine it's like one big diamond just glowing and as it spins around all the facets are lighting up the whole world let's just send a bunch of light to the world doesn't have to have an agenda attached to it just love and light so just take a few minutes tomorrow and do that in fact I'll probably talk about again tomorrow tomorrow is earth day speaking of earth day they cannot sell oil anymore (laughs) nobody needs gasoline anymore because we're all staying home (laughs) it's negative 13 dollars a barrel you know what that means they're coming like if you're a gas station they're coming to you And they have to pay you $13 to take their free gas off their hands. (laughs) Oh my God, the world has changed. Jane Fonda said it the other day. She said our economy based on oil is done for. (laughs) We did it. We're going to affect climate change now. It's going to go back to what it should have been all along. It's going to go back to normal. Animals are reclaiming the spaces we used to take up, and it's kind of humbling, isn't it? I think it's super humbling to realize that we were never really needed on the planet. (laughs) We were welcomed and slightly tolerated by the wild animals. You know, as far as the ecology is concerned, we weren't really contributing anything good. 
So I think that tomorrow's Earth Day and we should probably spend the day thinking about what will be the new normal? What is going to happen when the virus is defeated and we are able to go out of our house again? Are we going to change our ways or are we going to go back to the old or are we going to come up with a happy medium? What will be the compromise? What are we going to do? thought that was an interesting thought. I was really loving that. <laughs> I don't know, guys. I don't know what we're going to be doing. I mean, I would love for Ecuador to implement the cars that are electric and having free charging stations powered by the sun in every city across the country wouldn't be too, too much to do because it's a very small country. I'd love to see that happen here, like it is in Eugene, Oregon, for example, and Sacramento, California, for example. Now, I'm, I'm sure there's several places in Europe, by the way, possibly Australia, that, that um, have this as an example. So, I don't know. I just, I was thinking about that, though. I've been thinking about these things. You know, when you have a lot of time to lay around and think, that's what you end up doing. You end up thinking quite a bit. I have no idea what the world's going to look like. How many of my favorite restaurants will even be restaurants on the other end of this? I shudder to think if my favorite Indian food restaurant will be gone. Ugh. It's terrible to think about this, but whatever sacrifices will be made, I know the world is going to be better. It's time to light up the night. Bring your love and your light Tomorrow at 11.11 Eastern Time, as well as every single stinking moment you think about it, every day of your life, wherever you walk, make sure you're leaving light pillars everywhere. Wherever you look, imagine light coming out of your eyes and lighting up that energy. Whatever you touch, wash your hands, don't touch things. (laughs) Whatever you touch, Imagine that you're leaving behind a lot of white light. Just send white light and love everywhere. Just love, love, love everywhere. Be humble, stay humble, stay safe, stay home. Wash your hands <laughs> and work on your inner beauty. All right, so in space weather today, what is up? What's up in space? <laughs> As it says on this page, I love that. What's up in space? <laughs> if you're going to ask and answer your own question, what do you need me for? <laughs> All right, solar wind conditions are 450.3 kilometers per second. It's a little bit faster than yesterday. What We like to see that, I think. I think that's good. I don't even know. By the way, <laughs> we do have the Lyrid meteor shower. It's peaking tonight. If you, if you missed it, you still have tomorrow. Okay, during the dark hours before sunrise on Earth Day, we will have a lot of debris coming off of Comet Thatcher. So you'll be able to see the Lyrids meteor shower to the tune of 15 meteors per hour. Now, if you're in a place where it is cloudy and you can't see it, it's mostly in the Northern Hemisphere anyway, There's always live cams. I love those. And there's also people that film it and they will upload it to YouTube 
within a week. So you didn't miss anything. Don't panic. We are now 16 days without a spot. We have a spotless sun. (laughs) And therefore no CMAs coming directly our way anytime soon. Ulu neutron counts uh, have gone down in the past 40 hour, 48 hours by 0.4%. We're at point, or 9.9%. We're still at, an, at a high rate. And we are no longer at a very high rate, so that's good to know. So we're having less radiation than we have been in the past week. And by the way, remember I was saying I haven't heard from Sarah O'Brien. I haven't heard anything from her channel in weeks. I guess a week ago she started uploading videos and the last time I looked, which I'm sure was in the past seven days, I saw nothing from her. Freaked me out, but now she has like four or five videos. So I'm like, well, thank God she is okay. She said she went through a heavy duty period of time where there was a lot of anger in her house to the point where the police had to be called. Remember those days that I told you that I was really, really angry? I wasn't the only one, apparently across the planet according to sarah o'brien she heard from a lot of people who were going through a lot of that anger energy for days where just the divine feminine is just pissed off (laughs) and now it's better (laughs) we're all okay now again for me it only lasted one day but my son was angry and we all have a balance of male and female energies inside us by the way so you know it's not like only people that are genetically female you know felt it. It, it we we all have these the mix of the male and female energies and some of us have more male some of us have more female and it's just different but um for everyone but crazy i couldn't believe it and she, oh, but she said this was because of the magnetar remember the magnetar she was talking about maybe coming sometime in um march but it actually was about a week and a half ago and that's when all that angry energy happened so it happened and thank God our electronics were not wiped out. But do you remember? I was saying that all my electronics are weird. All everything was weird. Like I couldn't get into my accounts. I was shut out. I would put in even today I had a problem with it. I was like trying to put in my password and stuff for to go into one of the websites I visit once in a while. And it just was like put in the correct one, you know, put in the correct password. And I'm like, I freaking did like four freaking times. And then finally I was able to go into the website. I'm like, well, God, thank you. Weird, right? It was just like a boring website too. It wasn't like anything exciting. It wasn't social media or anything. But it was just like, why? What the hell? It was so weird. Anyway, so still occasionally having problems with that kind of stuff. Now, there are no significant coronal holes on the Earth's side of the sun. We probably did receive some energy today from the last solar winds that flew towards us and today we had 19 fireballs explode over the United States oh my gosh 19 unbelievable that is a lot of fireballs crazy stuff all right so in disclosurenews.it the Italian Schumann resonance um, for their area of the world they were at 19 Hertz frequency Not very much, but check this out. It is better than a lot of the places. This might blow your mind. It blew my mind. So check it out. At um, midnight in California, 
and Hofuf, Saudi Arabia, and in Northland, New Zealand, and in Hulului, South Africa, they were at zero all the way across. Oh my God. And they've all been at zero since 1500 hours yesterday. <laughs> Four places on earth at absolutely zero. Just boom. Oh, well, we don't have any energy over here, <laughs> but let me talk to you about the places that do make up for it. In Lithuania, they were at midnight starting off at 125 hertz frequency. And by 4 a.m., they still were at 125. That pretty much maintained all the way across, except at 1, they went, they dipped down to 124. And then at 2, they were back up to 125. And Alberta, Canada started off at 179 hertz frequency at midnight. And by 4 a.m., they were at 161. So those are so only two places were super considerable above 120, and then there were, everyone else is like four. I mean, it was I mean all the four other seas were at zero, and then 19 over in Italy. So crazy stuff. All right, so we are in a course in miracles on lesson 279. You may find this uh, foundation for inner peace website at acim Org, or you could go get an app of your choice. There are several. They're all free. It's the same lessons I'm reading to you right now. So anyway, I'm going to read the full lesson because it's not very long. And here we go. Creation's freedom promises my own. Creation's freedom promises my own. The end of dreams is promised me because God's son is not abandoned by his love. Only in, dream, in dreams is there a time when he appears to be in prison, awaits a future freedom, if it be at all. Yet in reality, his dreams are gone, with truth established in their place. And now is freedom his already. Should I wait in chains which have been severed for release? When God is offering me freedom now, I will accept your promises today and give my faith to them. My father loves the son whom he created as his own. Would you withhold the gifts you gave to me? Creation's freedom promises my own. Again, that's lesson 279. All right, I'm going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I'm going to channel Prime Creator for you guys right after this message. Alright guys, so I'm already connected to Prime Creator. I don't know what he's going to talk about, so I'm just going to let him take it away. (laughs) All right. Oh, oh, before I get into it though, uh, I am an indirect channel, which means I channel my information from whoever directly through telepathy. Some channelers are direct channels and they allow the spirit to take over their body. I not comfortable with that. (laughs) So I just, I use telepathy and if I 
hear something, but I don't think it's quite right. If I didn't, you know, what's that word? I will stop. I will ask and I will use muscle testing to see if I heard the right word or I did not. And that way I can get the very best, um, I guess, message back to you, out to you. So anyway, here we go. I'd like to be connected to Prime Creator. Am I already connected? Muscle testing says yes. <clears throat> All right, you may begin transmission now. <laughs> okay. Hello, dear ones. It is I, your Prime Creator. Some of you call me God. Others call me Jahra or even Yahweh. And I've been called many names throughout the ages. And there have been ages in which I did not exist at all to the humankind that existed on the planet. Just because a religion is made up by men does not mean that the the grand idea of my existence is also made up by men. (laughs) Now, what is made up by men is that I am a wrathful, vengeful God. And men could not conceive of something any different than their own consciousness at the time that they wrote those words. Men in those days were wrathful and vengeful themselves. They said that you were made in my image and then they created me in their image of themselves. So hence the confusion that many of you have when it comes to what and who God is. Many of you are so uncomfortable with the word God or maybe even the concept as it's pertained to the religions that were forced down your throats when you were very little and did not have the ability to make a decision in such matters. Many people resent God because they resent their parents taking them to churches early in the morning on Sundays when they should have been home sleeping and enjoying their day before they go to school on Monday. Divine Mother and I are well aware of what your humanly parents have put you through. And we know that many of you are wakening up and coming on up out of the religions that you were raised in. And you're starting to question a lot of the things that you took to mean or took to be as quote unquote gospel truth. As the creator of all things. I don't need to be worshipped and I don't need you to have a religion. You're not going to hell if you don't pick a religion. We wanted to let you know that ultimately, forever and ever, we love you. We love each and every one of you forever. We have no other choice but to love ourselves And that means you because you are a part of God. We have said this in many times and in many different ways. And yet it always remains the one true constant is our undying, 
everlasting love for you. For all of you, no matter what, uh, including all of your flaws, all of your shortcomings, all of the things that you did that were wrong, all the things you didn't do that also created a wrong when you were lazy or in fear or had anxiety and didn't complete a task and you feel guilty about the consequences of that, we love you through all that. We love you no matter what is going on. No matter what you're doing, what you're not doing, what you have done in your past. You know, if you feel guilty, just ask for forgiveness and it is an automatic forgive. It's automatic. Please do not go into the future higher dimension, the fifth dimension with ideas from a third dimensional world that were written down by men that were not awakened. You were all in various stages of becoming fully illumined masters. You will be enlightened each and every one of you in time you're all at different stages but you're all going to the same place we are very proud of you we are pleased with the work you've done we know that you're very pleased with the work that you have been doing and yet many of you still remain in a state of frustration many of you remain in a state of doubt self-doubt you think maybe Somehow you're doing your part of the ascension wrong, or maybe you're too lazy as compared to the other people in the ascension. It's okay if you don't have your own radio show or your own YouTube channel or your own blog. You're not supposed to have your own column in a magazine to talk about the ascension, and you don't need to write a book about it. The greater majority of uh, those of you who listen to this transmission will understand that being and going through what you're going through is more than enough. If you are not already doing more than what you're doing now, then that's not what you're supposed to be doing. Hopefully this makes sense to you. So let us put this another way. If you are at this point in your spiritual life on your ascension path, if you're not already doing any of those things we just mentioned, you know, books, radio show, whatever, then you don't need to do all those things because you were called, the people who are doing these things were called to do these things quite a while ago last year or within the last several years. Now, in the future, if you feel called to do it, go ahead. But what we're saying is we don't want you to feel guilty for not doing more in the Ascension Path movement because everybody who is meant to ascend is ascending on their own individual path. But we feel and sense um, a lot of guilt at this time. Guilt because... You're stuck in your homes. A lot of you have lost your work. You're unable 
to work, you're unable to earn a living and you feel guilty about that. You feel guilty about not working. You feel guilty about not meditating more in spite of having more time on your hands. And we have sensed a lot of guilt and frustration from many of you who feel like maybe you're just not doing enough to ascend fast enough into the fifth dimension. We want to assure you that just breathing every day, concentrating on getting through another day, focusing your mind on the most positive things that you possibly can every day is enough. You are more than enough. You're doing more than enough. We want you to focus on your day-to-day tasks, your daily life. Be grateful for everything you do in your home, whether it's washing the dishes or your clothing or your surroundings, whether you're keeping them tidy or even when you're taking a nap. Feel grateful for your pillow and your sheets and your blanket. Feel grateful for the colors that you love that are surrounding you. If you are not surrounded by colors that you like, close your eyes and be grateful that you have the ability to visualize the colors that you wish your room was or your blankets were. Einstein, Albert Einstein said, imagination is more important than knowledge. And we are asking you to use your all-important imaginations to create the most wonderful dream life you can ever imagine possible. And it's okay if you have fairies and unicorns in that version of your reality because everyone is co-creating what their version of the fifth dimension is, but you're doing this together. Now we're not saying that there's going to be unicorns and fairies everywhere that you can visibly see with your eyes, but... We just want you to have the emotion of the highest possible, most valuable emotion you can muster up. Hold that high vibration as long as you can each and every day. This is what will bring about the, ch- the changes in your world and among your people in a much faster way. Now we are aware that the earth has been healing itself and very rapidly, possibly more rapid than you imagined could happen. You as humans imagine that you've done quite a mighty load of damage to the earth. We feel that many of you have felt guilty over that as well. We want you to understand that while humanity has impacted the earth in some negative ways and in some positive ways, we want you to know that you're okay. You're okay. We're not asking you to go back to the ways of using a lot of gasoline and driving around in your cars a lot and continuing to pollute the earth. We're not asking you to go back to it. We're not saying that that is okay. But we don't want you to feel guilty and upset and angry at other people 
for having polluted the earth because as you can tell, after just a little bit over a month in most places where the humans have not been in the picture outside, for the most part, you could see changes in the quality of the water and the air, less noise pollution. You see that it really didn't take long to fix everything. And your illusion was that it would take 10, 20, 30, 40 years, maybe never, maybe 100 years. And you're feeling so guilty about that, but you see the differences in just such a tiny bit of time. Your perceived version of reality is so much different than actual reality. The matrix heals itself. It's self-healing. When so many humans hold ideas in their minds that everything is polluted beyond recognition, that the air is terrible and that things are only going to get worse and you keep holding these ideas in your mind, then those ideas persist. You see it in your reality because it is you that is creating your reality. We're not saying that you drive a car and therefore you're creating pollution We're saying that even if you take a bus or the subway or a bicycle or you walk and you're still thinking about the pollution, you're creating the pollution. You're creating it with your mind. You are a co-creator of this world. You are gods that have been asleep for millennia. We're asking that you stop with the guilt, you stop with the negativity. You stop with persistence of holding negative energies about this world in your mind. Stop holding negative illusions in your mind about this world. If the greater majority of you hold a bunch of conspiracy theories in your mind, then they become conspiracies and then people get caught doing the things that you have negatively imagined them doing and you create something that's very negative that persists. Now, if you focus on only the good and the positive and the wonderful parts of the world and the greater majority that thinks about that, that's what will persist in your world. That is what will exist. Now, we're not saying that certain individuals would suddenly be good when they were evil before in your concept of good and evil they're they're doing acts that you consider despicable sure that that will still exist because everybody does have the um you have your collective mind but you also have your individual free will when you have your free will you have the ability to pick whatever you want for this life and when you pass to the next level after what you call die (laughs) you also get to pick what you go through as a result of that if you deserve punishment in your mind you will get punishment in your afterlife if you think you deserve to see your family and friends and relax in a big beautiful mansion that's what you'll get what you believe 
you create and it's instant. Now where you are, especially where most of you are now <clears throat> in the fifth dimension or on the verge of it, when you create with your mind, it's much faster than it's been in the 3D world. You're going to notice a change there. But we want you to stop all of the negativity, all the guilt. And look what happened when the things that were in your mind, holding on to ideas of pollution and destruction of the earth and all the things that you thought about that were so negative. And then everyone's mind at once shifted to a teeny tiny little unseen virus that's causing big damage on your planet. We're not diminishing that fact, but you all turned your attention to a virus and you all went into your homes and you were fretting over a virus. The greater majority of you forgot to think and continue to keep up the illusion of pollution. We're here to tell you that the power of your minds can and will change the world. We're here to tell you happy Earth Day. We are also going to transmit the message to the Earth itself to Gaia herself happy Earth Day. Notice how it says it sounds like the, the words happy birthday. We can't definitively say if April 22nd is the Earth's birthday or not because there was no calendar when we created the planet. But Gaia has come to think about this as a special day for her when people do think of her and think of solutions to help all the illusions they have kept up. The best gift you could have given to Gaia this year is being worried about something other than holding the ideas of pollution in your minds. And when you're not focused about the outside world, look at all the animals that have come back. Now, it's not that you're not needed on the earth because you are. The earth was created for you. It is a lovely kingdom that you could come and enjoy the beauty of. But also, it's a place where you can work out various scenarios to get to know yourself better. It's basically me trying to get to know myself better. And what better place to get to know yourself better than in a very beautiful world that was created for that purpose. If any of you have seen Star Wars, the various uh, different Star Wars series, they have a thing called a holodeck where they walk into a room and the room becomes whatever they've imagined, whatever they programmed the room to be. And then they can move about freely and hear music and laughter and drink 
alcohol or eat food or talk to people or paint with famous masters of painting. They could do whatever they want. They could learn how to fight. They can learn how to dance. So if you think about the earth as a giant hollow deck, <laughs> it's pretty much what it is. You know, I, I created it and then I sent different parts of myself that would think they're individuals to this world. And I've done this with many worlds. Yours is not the only one. But you go to this world and you all collectively hold something in your mind. So you've experienced quite a lot on this planet. And the end of the schematic is nearing. There's hardly anyone who will remain on the planet and in 3D. Many have been moved over already quietly. Not a lot of you have noticed it because you've been inside. When you hop timelines, when many people leave the planet, you're hopping timelines in which those people didn't exist. I know this sounds strange, but it seems that it was the more you guys say the word humane <laughs> based on human it seemed like a nicer way a kind of more humane way to do this it's not a hundred percent collective amnesia some of you do remember but for those of you who that would be a grand hardship save half your neighbor just neighborhood disappeared one day then you are on a different you will go to a different timeline and you won't have like those neighbors won't be in your mind anymore this is a rare thing but it is happening to some of you and we want you to understand that you're not all on the same timeline even though this message would be on several timelines Everybody is on their own individual path and their own ascension path. And so their timelines are going to all be a little bit different. The multidimensional universe is a lot more complicated than you can conceive of in this moment. But there's layers upon layers. Every time you make a decision, every time you pick one meal over another meal for dinner or you choose to watch TV instead of spend with a friend or you choose to meditate instead of sleep. All the different decisions that you make create your own individual unique timeline. And every time you switch something up from what you thought you were going to do, that's a different timeline. What we're asking uh, for you tonight, besides the things we've already asked for you, from you, we want you, after you've shunned all the negative emotions and guilt and whatnot, now, we're not saying avoid feeling these things. If you need to feel anger, feel anger. If you need to feel pain or you already are in pain and you want to cry, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. We're not asking you to refrain from feeling the human emotions that we gifted you with. We are asking you to stop continuously perpetuating the unhelpful feelings such as guilt. 
we feel it when you feel it and it's not helpful for anybody so we're asking if you could stop that guilt is usually felt when there's something that you wanted to do and you can't do or something you did do and you can't change those are the only reasons why people feel guilt and the way to get around guilt or get out of guilt is to ask us to forgive you and you have to forgive yourself if someone has done something to you and they feel guilty you have to forgive them that will help dissipate other people's guilt so even if they're not asking you for forgiveness and they're not letting on that they feel guilt we want you to forgive everybody that's ever wronged you tonight and every night thereafter go to bed with a clean heart go to bed with a clean slate wake up feeling great we've been putting this message into many people's minds lately and there are many memes that have been going around all the social media outlets and we're well pleased that these messages are getting out and people are really responding to them well because when you see something in your society and since you're not together in the outside world you're alone in your isolation and you see these memes what happens is it brings a sense of camaraderie that other people feel the same as you and other people are going through similar experiences as you and it also brings you to a section of your mind where you feel included in a group and when you feel this energy of being included in a group that helps you to relax about that thing that you were holding so tightly inside you because you're so afraid to let the emotions of that out. So we wanted to let you know that it's okay to go on social media and, it, and it's okay to relax those negative emotions you're holding on to, including guilt and others. And being angry at yourself for doing things you shouldn't have done or for not doing things you should have done. And the same thing with other people. If other people have disappointed you, you need to let everything go. All those lower vibration emotions are holding you back and keeping you from hopping to the best possible timeline. And so after you've let go of all the negative emotions, we're asking you to go ahead and take up with the positive emotions focused on the highest possible vibration you can now this doesn't mean that you're going to feel the highest possible vibration you can in every second forever after you hit a certain point we just ask that you pick the highest vibrational thing in that moment you know if it's food pick the highest vibrational and and what we mean by that is not what the food itself is but what energy are you feeling inside when you touch that food or when you think about that food if you think about having a baked potato and it feels dull inside of you but you have a bag of potato chips and you kind of light up and you get excited about that then instead of labeling it a food addiction because you're paying attention to your energy in relationship to that pick the thing that lets you light up 
If it is potato chips, maybe there's minerals or some substance in those potato chips that are going to, it's really going to help you. Maybe you were low on sodium and there's sodium in the chips, for example. And many of you are still under the impression that vibration has to do with foodstuffs. Many people who are vegan are putting out the negativity energy of judging people who are not like them. And when you continue to hold the energy of judgment towards other people for what they're doing with their individual lives, when it's really none of your business one way or another to shame them or judge them or publicly outcry all their seeming wrongdoing in your opinion, that's just holding you down and that's holding you back as well. So we'd like for you as individuals to focus on your individual path and to stop cajoling and judging and disincluding other people who have a different dietary plan as you. People are given different bodies, different circumstances, different health issues, and different dietary requirements will be necessary to maintain different bodies. So a lot of you have fallen into the trap of thinking that if someone is not eating vegetables and only vegetables, then they must be not spiritual at all. And it might be a big hype and a big problem. We would like to remind you that some of the most holy men in the Bible, one of your holy books, actually ate meat. Would it surprise you to hear that Jesus ate fish and bread and he ate eggs and he ate meat? Do you think that he was an ascent was not an ascended master how could he have been an avatar if he didn't eat just the raw vegetables that you eat today these should not be grand revelations to you except the fact that if you're judging other people for not being a vegan right now you're doing a disservice to humanity and you're just including others when in fact you should be focused on raising your vibration in the ways that you can and you should be focused on unification, unity. That raises your vibration. When you focus on judgment, when you focus on negativity, pointing fingers, calling names, and telling people what is not energetically correct maybe it's correct for you but not correct for other people you have to understand that people do what they need to do for themselves and that it's not really any of your concern many of your religions teach that in the end you are only responsible to yourself and you need to answer to your God 
that you don't need to be worrying about other people. So all of you who are putting out spiritual content and then you turn around and put out something that is so very low vibration, spiritually speaking, we want you to ask yourself if maybe you need to reevaluate your actions in that way. People that eat meat don't put out memes against vegans. Why are you putting out anything against other people? You're not, quote, teaching people. You're not, quote, helping individuals. You know, to say the benefits of vegetables, that's helpful. But to say that people are not spiritual because they're not eating the way you eat is absolutely asinine. It's silly. We want you to concentrate on raising your own vibration in your own way. There is not just one race on your planet. There's many, many races on your planet in many different forms of genetic code, even though it's subtle. And your scientists have not discovered how to tell the difference between an earth-born planetary human and a human who has been mixed with Pleiadian DNA, for example. And there's many other forms of DNA that come from other worlds mixed with your DNA. And different DNAs need different nutrients. <laughs> and different nutrients in certain densities and energies of those foods. So um, we're grateful to see that a lot of breatharians were not judging people for eating vegetables. <laughs> that was something we thought we were we were laughing about this. We thought how what great fun that would be. How funny would that be if breatharians would judge people for eating anything at all or drinking water. What kind of spiritual being could you possibly be if you're if you're drinking water still? Or eating almonds off the tree. Ha, huh, we don't even do that. It's it's laughable to us how much parts of us think that we're doing wrong when it's all a big holodeck. It's a big grand matrix. Many of you have learned those concepts and you tell the rest and the rest laugh because they say oh yes it was a Hollywood movie The Matrix what an interesting movie really made us think and then they move about their day and they don't realize that it was a clue clue to your world I mean it didn't happen exactly the way it did in the movie of course it's not happening like that at all you're not going to wake up in a tank in a vat somewhere where they're using their, your mind. None of that is real. But it is a matrix in the way that it is a co-creative world that you are, as individuals, every day creating what you see around you. If you create the energy of being really, really angry at people for not wearing masks, 
when you look outside, every time you look outside, you're going to see more and more people not wearing masks. If you are, on the other hand, going to be very happy about people being responsible and all wearing masks, every time you look out your window, you're going to see other people that are outside wearing masks. If you're going to be really thrilled about not seeing anyone at all because everyone is heeding the stay-at-home quarantine orders, then you can look out your window and that's what they're doing. And if you all imagine each and every day that this virus has been abated and it's gone and everybody is able to go about their day and the sun is shining and life is wonderful. And you keep focused on that energy. Maybe that is what you'll bring about in your world much faster <laughs> than you could possibly imagine. Now, if you hear this message in time, we would ask that you do give love and energy not only to Gaia herself, but all the inhabitants of the planet right now. Send everybody love and light, regardless of their gender or race or their politics or their orientation in anything. Just stop filtering out what you're going to like and what you're going to dislike just learn that everything deserves your love you don't have to like everything but instead of focus on your disdain and your dislike for things we're asking that you focus on love for everything and acceptance for everything regardless of your personal preference or opinion the more you love people the more you love everything around you the faster your spiritual capacity will grow. You're going to be expanding faster and faster and become more and more enlightened every moment that you pick the higher road, the higher energy. So we ask you to consider these words. And know that we love you no matter what you do or say. We don't love you less if you are being judgmental or negative or guilty still. We're just asking you at this time to try to reach for a higher path from that. Some emotions that are negative can put you in a stuck loop or a loop of stuckness. And you don't need that. It doesn't serve you. It does not serve God to be stuck like that. Certainly does not serve your fellow man or your families or your friends. So focus on the next highest vibrational energy, the next best emotion and work with that. Try to do three small, nice things for yourself every day. Maybe that's washing your face with a special soap that you don't normally use because you're saving it. Maybe that means giving yourself a foot massage or maybe even a face massage or hand massage. Maybe that means sleeping an extra 30 minutes at night. Go to bed a little bit earlier. 
Maybe it means that instead of doing a stodgy exercise routine every day, maybe you want to put some dance on, put some dance instruction on and learn a skill while you're exercising. Maybe you want to change it up. Maybe you want to eat at a different time or in a different way. Whatever you've been thinking about doing, be nice to yourself and give yourself what you want. If you feel better putting on the clothes you would wear outside the home, that would be a nice thing to do for yourself, especially when you're in quarantine. That doesn't mean you have to wear sweats and a t-shirt every single day. If that makes you feel lazy or fat or old or useless, a lot of you have these strange feelings embedded in your subconscious mind as it pertains to clothing in your home. So if that's one of your things, you need to cleanse that from your psyche and also put on some nice clothes as if you're leaving the house. Maybe after that, you can Skype with one of your friends and show them your wonderful outfit. Maybe this could be something you do with your friends. You say, hey, Thursday at at 2 in the afternoon, we're both going to Skype each other and we're going to be looking really good. But do three small nice things to your, for yourself every single day to keep up your own morale. Especially if you live alone and you feel like you might be going a little bit crazy. (laughs) We want you to just focus on those three small things every day. For some of you, it'll be taking a couple lessons in language learning. And for some of you, that will be listening to a song you love or dancing to music or singing. For some of you, that will mean taking a break and giving yourself permission to play Candy Crush or whatever game you like to play on your phone. For some of you, that indulgent moment might be 10 minutes or 15 minutes of reading a a book for pleasure and nothing else. Not for school, not for studying, not for getting ahead in your career, but just simply for the joy of delving into pure fiction that helps you escape from your current state or predicament of life. So this is our advice for the week, especially for Earth Day. Keep thinking of the Earth as pure and clean and high vibration. Think of all of the people as being enlightened happy and cooperating with each other and everybody always looking for ways to help make everyone else's life worth living in every moment and in every way. We offer these ideas and these words with peace and love and joy and all the highest vibrational thoughts and emotions that you are willing to accept for yourself in this moment. And may you accept higher vibrational stuff in every moment following the last. 
this is your primal creator and your divine mother. We honor you. We love you. And we're never, ever far away from you. And every breath you take, we are standing by your side. So ask us for anything you need, anything you want, even if you think we're going to say no, even if you don't think you deserve it, even though you probably do. Just ask. It never hurts to ask. Keep asking. And if you don't get the thing that you want, it wasn't yours to begin with, or something better is going to come and it's going to take a little extra time. But keep in mind, your manifestations are going to be rapidly manifesting as compared to just a few years ago. And a few years from now, it's going to be more rapid than now. So keep that in mind. Be careful what you ask for, think about, wish for, and hold emotional space for in your heart. This is the end of our transmission. We love you very much. And we're so proud of you. Thank you. All right, guys, that was the end of the message. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode of Metaphysical Soul Speak, the podcast. Um, I am transmitting this from anchor.fm forward slash metaphysical. Although there are different links that you can use many of them on that website I just mentioned. If you did want to listen to me on iTunes or iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Podbean, Podcast, or CastBox, or any of the other ones. Spotify also, by the way. So in the event you wanted to listen to me on one of the other platforms, just give us a search, Metaphysical Soul Speak the Podcast, and chances are, If you're listening to a legitimate podcast app player or platform, then the show will be there. I'm so grateful that I've been internationally syndicated for about a year now. Even though it's still a relatively small and new podcast, at least I'm out there getting out there. And speaking of which, I'm grateful for those of you who have decided to promote me to your Twitter followers and your Instagram followers, as well as your Facebook groups and all the people around you that are waking up every single day and having spiritual experiences and new initiations into this spiritual world of the Ascension Path. I love each and every one of you. Thank you for having confidence in me and my message and for being my listener. And if you think I deserve a People's Choice Award, please mark your calendar for July 1st, 2020, for that is the first day that you will be able to go vote for me for free on the People's Choice Awards website. I will give all the information to you in that time. But for now, just mark it in your calendar, Google Calendar or your iPhone Calendar or even the calendar on your wall. Maybe write it on a piece of paper and put it on your refrigerator so you don't forget it at that day. And of course, I will remind you as well. So that's it for now, guys. I am going to be back tomorrow 
with all unique and original programming, just like always. But for now, I'm signing off with peace and joy and the high vibes of the Holy Fifth Dimension. Until next time, guys, peace. Metaphysical Soul Speak is run on sponsors and listener support. This means listeners like you. If you are so inclined to support my efforts and my little podcast, please visit me at anchor.fm forward slash metaphysical and pledge an amount of your choosing today. Thank you.